0: 18 plus.
1: Welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel. My name is Matthew and thank you for being here for another episode of Beyond the Lines. It's the show where we get an opposition supporters view when it comes to previewing Newcastle's next game. And on Saturday at 8 o'clock, it's the Carl Cla- Court. Classic, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and now help me preview that game of Wolves at home. I'm joined by a contributor to the Wolves fan cast. It's the beautiful, it's the brilliant. It's Dan. How are you doing, mate?
2: Nice. Well, thanks for the invite. That's uh, the, the politest thing anyone said to me this calendar year so far. I'm happy with that.
1: That's <laughs> all right. I mean, I messed up Carl Court's name, so apologies for that. I know he's. Uh, He's a, he's a legend to, to you guys and, and to Newcastle fans as well. So, sorry, Carl Court, if you're watching. Um, obviously wherever he, he may be. Wherever he may be, yes, yes. There's actually a building down in Torquay called Carl Court, which is a random fact for you there, but uh, we we digress.
2: Uh, After just, lockdown, we'll meet for a point there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll go down to Torquay and we'll have a pint at Carl Court. Um so, Newcastle play Wolves on Saturday, mate. Um, Obviously, here for your expert opinion on our opposition. Um, Speak about Wolves' season so far. Uh, coming out coming out of a, a little bit of a sketchy patch of, of no wins in eight, but now you've just took 10 out of your possible 12 points. How would you rate Wolves' season so far?
2: Well, to, to try and sum it up in sort of a few seconds, it's been, to me, deflating, But just because of the way the world's been, the way that, the recruitment was in the summer. I think we're we're round about where we need to be at the moment. It's been, like I said, it's been a bit sketchy recently. I don't think we've fully come out the back end of that. I know we've got sort of 10 out of the last 12 points, but um, performances have only slightly improved in the last couple of games. We had a bit of fortune on our side with uh, our win over Arsenal and the, the on-guard by Meslier from the, the Leeds goalkeeper in the last game. Hopefully we can show the same sort of intent going forward attacking-wise against you guys on Saturday and then try and push on. There's still a lot of points to play for it this season, so I'm not writing us off finishing just outside the Europa places if we can get a good bit of momentum behind us.
1: Well, you certainly have the personnel, mate, just from the outside looking in. Um, but one big part of that personnel um, is, is Raul Jimenez and obviously you've got a big injury to him a good few games ago. Um, a player like that to to a squad like Wolves is always going to be a miss, but did you expect him to have his missing like him being missing have such a big impact?
2: It's like it's like what you say, any any sort of striker of that calibre, any team in, in the top half of the Premier League will well well, most teams in the world will miss a calibre striker like that. Um it just shows how, how reliant we were on I mean, him, to be honest. I know we've sold like Mac Doherty and Diogo Jota to like Liverpool and Tottenham for Doherty, so we have missed their goal contributions this season a massive lot. But I think it's just been more noticeable with the way that we play, how, how well Raul Shiel- Shields the ball brings, links up play for the rest of our midfield. He has been a massive miss. Um, obviously, we, we spent massive on Fabio Silva. We brought William Jose in, in January in those two, as, as well as they've They've tried and persevered. It just hasn't worked well for them at the moment. So, yeah, Raul's back in light training, so hopefully he'll be back before the end of the season. But just whenever he's ready, we're just happy that he's, he's come out the other side uh, fit and healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the main important thing. It was a nasty injury, but hopefully we'll we'll see him back on the pitch uh, sooner rather than later. I mean, you did mention a player there that I was going to mention later on. And that's that record sign, Fabio Silva. Uh, amongst, you know, all the Portugal connection jokes and all that, you've went and splashed £35 million on a sort of unproven, but, you know, an uncut diamond, some would say. Um, he's been thrown into the, the squad with the uh, injury to Jimenez. Uh, what have you made of him so far? And do you think you have to give him a lot of time?
2: Yeah, the transfer phase has been a massive burden on the on the lad because, you, you can tell by glimpses of the of his positioning his um anticipation of where he needs to be in the box that he's going to be a talent in the future it's, from a Wolves fan point of view it's massively disappointing spending that sort of money on an unproven player when you, you see the likes of like man city man united who spend that sort of money on young players a sort of luxury player sort of thing Wolves fans, we, we're we still a bit disgruntled that we spent that sort of money on an un- unproven striker, but I think that's just the way that our club is run now. We're, we're obviously um, owned by Chinese billionaire investment companies, so they're, they're seeing more into the future now, which
0: Wolves fans. Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official health care partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call eight 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 four gw docs Positions are not employees or agents of this hospital. I
2: want to see, like, you know. Players that come in and improve the starting eleven straight away. If you're going to spend that sort of money on a player, but he's definitely a talent. Um, we just got to be patient with him, and hopefully he can learn from Raul in 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 the in the meantime.
1: Well, if you want to be feel, feel any better, Dan, I mean, you could have spent five million pounds more on Joe Linton. So you know, forty million pounds, Joe Linton, thirty-five million pounds, Fabio Silva. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah but... I mean, uh, Goal Linton still could come good. <laughs> Um, oh I don't know <laughs> Um yeah, I think uh, your ownership, recruitment, uh, we could we, I'm sure we could spend hours upon hours yeah,
1: we could. picking out the oh, flaws
2: of, of their mistakes, but I think they're sort of judged him on for me and Yabav being Brazilian and at Hoffenheim didn't they? and just hasn't really come off, as it? And obviously losing Callum Wilson to injury recently is just another yeah, yeah. nail in your coffin. I mean yeah. I, I ain't no doubt Stevie B is going to take you down the way it's going at the moment, and it's, it's unfortunate really for your fans. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, the less said about that, the better. I mean, you know, it's nice to hear someone with a neutral opinion uh, being able to see what direction we're going instead of just telling us that we should be thankful to have
2: Stevie. Yeah, B. it's. I, I don't, I don't want to sort of put a smoke screen on it. Fulham are coming into form. i have got a bit of momentum behind them. Losing Callum Wilson was a massive blow. I mean, we sort of touched on it to a degree. Like, I want, I want uh, footballers that can come into our starting 11 straight away and improve us. In mm-hmm. hindsight, I, I wish Wolves would have spent the money on sort of a, a strike like Callum Wilson in the summer. Yeah. Obviously, his his injury history has come back to haunt him again now. But, um, yeah, massive blow for you guys that.
1: Yeah, huge miss, mate. Um, one more player I'll touch on. Um, You know, Wolves, like I said, have a have a, have a, really, a really good squad. You've got Connor Cody there in the National. Neto's been playing well. Uh, you've got Johnny's came back into the side. Uh, but one player who gets a lot of attention, who's never lifted a weight in his life, uh, is Adama Traore, mate. And I'd love to hear what your opinion as a Wolves supporter is of that player. It's
2: so funny, isn't it? I think the, the, the fan base... Generally, still a bit torn on the on the fella. I mean, unplayable at times. Definitely a uncut diamond, but no goals, no no assist in the Premier League this season. I don't think. Uh, I think. I don't think even the fancy Premier League gave a diamond the uh, assist from the Meslier goal on wow, last weekend. So I mean, for the sort of money that he was being tempted last summer, no goals, no contrib- uh, assists is a bit. Uh, can I swear? Underwhelming. <laughs> underwhelming yeah, yeah, we'll go with underwhelming. Yeah, for a player of his uh, calibre and just unique traits that he has, because you see, like the um, the dribbling stats, he, he is up there one of the the best ball carriers in the world at the moment. But obviously, going back to Raul, missing him up front, having that focal point in the box for him to put crosses in, he's been massively uh, missing this season. But He's still relatively young. I think he's only 24, maybe, yeah. maybe 25 now. So, he, he has still got a lot of um, ability to, to to gain. But he needs to start getting some assists and goals to his name.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a strange one. I, think, I th- pe- think people felt that when he went to Wolves, he started bringing uh, goals and assists to his game. Saw a glimpse of, of what he could do at Middlesbrough. Um, he was touted as a good talent when he went to Villa. Didn't really do much there. But, I mean, we thought, I mean, I'd have him in my squad, you know, with bells on, but you know, it doesn't that's not really saying something as a new master supporter. But uh yeah, he, he is a bit of a maverick then and and, and and like you said he's the, the goals and the assists have dried up for him. Um speaking of rough spells though, um we mentioned that you went through a rough spell, you've came out of it now. You're still not playing necessarily brilliantly, but you're still picking up points. Um as a Wolves fan, what's the general consensus on Nuno? Is he still the man to take use forward? You know, has he been afforded a lot of time because of what he's done with the club?
2: Yeah, I mean, he he has earned a lot of grace. The the fan base, I'm I'm talking directly about myself here, is thick and fickle when it comes to Nuno. Massive limb. I'm I'm one of the main culprits for it. I'm I'm very bipolar when it comes to wars, which I think a lot of football fans generally are with their football club. When when you win two or three on the bench, you think Europe's back on the cards. You win, you lose two or three on the bench, and you, you think the world's at the end, and the end is nice sort of thing. Um, He's had it tough, Nuno, obviously, we were in the Europa late into, deep into last season, so we never really had a pre-season this season. um, Losing Jota and Doherty was a massive blow, as I mentioned before, recruitment incomings hasn't been great. He has earned a lot of grace. Um, Going back to being fickle, me, myself, I'm not sure he's the man, long, long long-term, to take us forward. Um... But I'm I'm really hoping he can prove me wrong. I think he's really good at setting us up to get results against the big teams with our counter-attacking style. But over a 38-game season, I'm not sure he's the guy who can make us break into that top six slash top four like our owners were tamed in uh, when we were riding our highs. Yeah, I
1: mean, could go for Steve Bruce, mate. He knows the area. He knows the area well. You know, he plays attacking
2: football. There's just... I mean when we got relegated in 2010 11 i think it was he was sort of being taken to take over mick mccarthy and the fans made it pretty much clear that he wasn't <laughs> welcome because i think he was pretty much nailed on to have the job and i think through sort of social media and forums back then as it was the owners went a different route and ended up giving it to terry connor which was even worse
1: <laughs> well is he the one who Managed at the end of that season when you just went down, was that?
2: Yeah, that correct? I think I, I, his first game was at St James's Park. We were, yeah. you guys were turning up. We pulled him back to two all, and that was his highest moment as a as yeah. Wolves manager. The rest was just catastrophic defeat after defeat.
1: <laughs> well, that was actually you've, you've led me nicely into my next little part, there, mate. Um, usually, before we preview the game, I always ask the guest if they have any certain memories about this fixture. I mean, and that was one of mine. I'll always remember that was the season we finished fifth uh, under Alan Pardew. had the likes of Denver Bar, Papacicea, Kabai, Teotie, God rest them. And, uh, you know, yeah, I remember being that game, we were 2-0 up not long after the the, the obligatory, obligatory Jonas goal against you guys. Jonas Gutierrez yeah. scored plenty of goals against Wolves. Um, and yeah, he came back and I think you were lucky, unlucky not, not to win that game. Is there any other games that pop in your head when it comes to the new
0: Wolves?
2: I've, I've I've always had a soft spot for Newcastle in general. I'm I was born late eighties, so the nineties were like my prime years of watching football. So you guys okay. in the mid nineties with like Esprit, flipping, yeah, Janolan, uh, I mean, yeah. Lauren, yeah. Lauren Robert, Nobby, Solano. Obviously those players I always liked watching when I was when I was growing up. I, I was looking at our sort of previous games, um, before we, we came on and eight draws out of 11 Premier League games between us, so, I mean, there isn't really that many that sort of stand out, but the one that stands out for me is when we beat you guys 3-2 in the uh, FA Cup in 2003, our, our playoff promotion season, another game that we game? were – say again? Did you have the likes of Ince play in that game? In scored that day, yeah. In scored, in scored, Lescott gave a penalty away, Shearer scored from. Yeah, um, well. we. We were two and a look. You pulled it back to two all. George and Dawes scored the winner. Craig Bellamy is coming off at the end of the game, pointing to the Premier League badge. Mm, God. We that's ended a, up getting that Season. Like Proper classic FA Cup game, it was. It was uh, yeah, that's a that's a nice highlight against you, guys. But I said a lot of draws, lot of draws.
1: I um I have another one written down. I remember I remember a four-one at home. I remember remember last game of the season. That was another one where Jonas scored a decent goal. But then I remember the was it not Early Dawes and the Rafa Benitez championship era where you came to St James's Park and got all three points is that correct
2: I, I that's right yeah, about, that, yeah that was my my one and only time i've been to St James's Park so yeah it was it was worth the uh i'm only five foot three it was worth the journey <laughs> i'm walking up them away uh, walking up them away stairs because it, it's a it's a it's a marathon for me being that size walking up them away and
1: oh mate as well i mean you, you're one of many to complain about that mate um but I think it was was a 2 0 that game. 2 0 2 0 Yeah. What's
2: his name? Was it Ben Brown?
1: Goal. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah. And then Ben Brown
2: um, and um, held the Costa got the second. Held the
1: Costa. I don't know why it's a there, different player. Yeah, held the Costa's goal was pretty good. I remember him cutting in and scoring that. Um, and that was when everyone told us that Rafa Benitez didn't know the championship and we were never going to go up under him. What did they know? Yeah. Well, we,
2: we, so you had Rafa, then we had the uh, the charismatic Walter Zenga and out then, and he was yeah. he was mad. He was mad. Crazy. But, but those the sort of the away days, he gave us two big away days before he got sacked. We beat Birmingham City in a local derby and we beat you guys 2-0, that's that's all he was really remembered for apart from being just chaotic.
1: <laughs> well, fair play, Walter Zenger, Um don't think many people have said them words before. Um, so we'll move on to Saturday mate, uh, as you've said, uh, you're in OK form, find, starting to find your score in touch again, uh, Newcastle United are the complete opposite. Uh, we might have scored a couple of goals in the last few games, but we are sinking like a stone, missing our top striker, don't have anyone to replace him. Um, you must be pretty confident going into this
2: one. Yeah, but being sort of the pessimistic Wolves fan that I am, it's got another draw in all it, I think.
0: Shopping these days can be underwhelming, but at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop, where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves, at QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code qvc15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life.
2: Yeah. Um, we, we've we become a bit more um, solid defensively in the last sort of few games because we, Obviously we've gone back to a back five instead of the, the back four that we were playing um, But we just, apart from sort of the Southampton game We have just been struggling to create good tra- good chances throughout 90 minutes Obviously the, it was our own goal against Leeds We had a penalty at Southampton Then we had a wonder goal um, from Pe- Pedro Neto away to Southampton, yeah. so we, we're sort of struggling to create clear-cut chances. That's why the the new signing William Jose looked a bit demoralised last couple of games because he's he's working hard linking up play, but he's just not getting the service. We're sort of relying heavily on the um, the ingenuity of Adama and Pedro Neto at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean look you can have all the problems you want i mean william hose will probably score at the weekend such as the way newcastle are we're very charitable when it comes to people who who are needing goals and you know so i wouldn't be surprised if he scores a goal at the weekend i mean if i could press you for a prediction what would you go for scoreline wise
2: yeah i mean on on our recent podcast i went for wolves 1-0 um, i think it, it, i mean if i had to bet i'd be betting on a draw but I, my faith tells me wolves 1-0 i think he'll be um, be one of our defenders that gets the winner, I think.
1: Uh, probably be Willie Bolly or someone
2: like that. Oh so yeah, that, you love him, don't you? You guys love yeah, Willie
1: Bolley. Yeah, it'll probably be Willie Bolley. But the less said about Willie Bolly. he's the injured. I've
2: just, he's just, I just, he's injured. Oh, and lucky, he's completely he'll, out.
1: He'll still score. <laughs> it's new, I yeah. think he'll still score, it's mate. They'll He led one in from the RVI. It'll be fine. It'll
2: be good. Straight, last minute sub, nowhere. <laughs>
1: Um, but anyway, mate, I just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, pleasure to speak to you. Um, I wish you luck for Saturday, but I wouldn't mean it at all. But yep. chances are Likewise. you're going to get results. <laughs> but uh, thanks for that, Dan. Uh, like I said, uh, Wolves Fancast, uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, for, for everyone else, uh, thank you very much for watching. Um, if you're watching, please like the video. Please share the video. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Gallagher Shorts YouTube channel.